Good morning and welcome to the Berean Post devotional podcast, where we take a deep dive into the scriptures to find new insights and practical application for our modern lives. I'm your host, Duane, and I'm absolutely thrilled to have you with us today. Each day we'll explore a different passage from the Bible, unpacking its meaning and exploring how it can guide our lives for today. So grab your Bible, your favorite drink, and get ready for an exciting journey of discovery. And if you want to stay up to date on all of our latest podcasts and blogs, be sure to check out brilliantpost.ca. Also, join our Facebook group where we call ourselves Bright Future Bible Freaks, and we have a lot of fun there together. But right now, we're going to get started and jump right into today's devotional. Good morning and welcome to another episode of the Brilliant Post uh, uh, devotional podcast. For those of you that have been following along, you know that we have been going through the book of 1 Corinthians and we're going to take a look at chapter 4 verses 8 to 13 one more time and I'm just going to go ahead and jump in with the text. Uh, Paul says, you are already full, you are already rich. You have reigned as kings without us. And indeed, I could wish you did reign, that we also might reign with you. For I think that God has displayed us, the apostles, last as men condemned to death. For we have been made as a spectacle to the world, both to angels and to men. We are fools for Christ's sake, but you are wise in Christ. We are weak, but you are strong. You are distinguished, but we are dishonored to this present hour where we both hunger and thirst and we're poorly clothed and beaten and homeless and we labor working with our own hands being reviled be blessed being persecuted we endure being defamed we entreat we have been made as the filth of the world the offscouring of all things until now in our last devotional we spoke about paul addressing the mindset of some of the corinthian church who thought that they had arrived. They had a wrong perspective of their own spirituality, thinking that they were spiritually mature when they were still spiritual babes (laughs) needing the milk of the word. So Paul exercises a little sarcasm to correct their perspective lovingly. He then goes on to contrast their experience with the experience of his own and that of other apostles commissioned by Jesus Christ himself to go into the world and make disciples of all men, teaching whatsoever things I've commanded you. The experience of Paul and the other apostles certainly contrasts not only to the Corinthian church, but also many who call themselves apostles today. From this passage alone, what can we learn about the apostles of Christ? Well, apostles are willing to relinquish personal status. Christianity expresses a foolish or irrational perspective according to the world, period. The gospel is centered on a deep commitment to following Christ and spreading the the message of the gospel. As Paul has already pointed out, the things of God are foolishness to man, and likewise, man's wisdom is foolishness to God. So Paul emphasizes that the apostles are willing to relinquish personal status, honor, and worldly wisdom for the sake of their commitment to Christ and their mission to spread the message of salvation. They are willing to endure hardship, face opposition, 
make sacrifices, and they consider it a privilege to serve Christ, even if it means being regarded as fools in the eyes of the world. Based on our previous experiences with various apostolic prophetic movements, we've consistently observed certain common traits among their apostles. These individuals can captivate their audience through, magnetic, through a magnetic presence, exuding confidence and, and positions uh, that, that positions them rather uh, as authorities on matters of faith. They demonstrate exceptional oratory skills and effectively engage their listeners through compelling storytelling, humor, and the skillful use of, ret of, of, of rhetorical devices. They commonly emphasize their, uh, their, their wealth or their success, employing motivational tactics and organizing fundraisers and initiatives to encourage financial contributions to their ministry movements or, yes, even brands. These individuals exhibit high functioning and, and uh, possess considerable capacity, leaving little doubt that their ability to influence and catalyze action is significant. We have re repeatedly witnessed, witnessed these qualities as they demonstrate their power to inspire and motivate and sometimes we would say even manipulate congregations. What says Paul came in great weakness, in fear and great weakness, when he came to the Corinthian church. Paul's arrival in the Corinthian church was marked by fear and great weakness. The Apostle Paul, as described in the New Testament, faced various challenges and hardships throughout his missionary journeys. When he came to Corinth, he carried the weight of previous experiences that had tested his faith and resilience. He experienced great weakness during this time. And he, he may have been physically unwell or struggling with some alien ailment, rather often referred to as his thorn in the flesh. Paul's fear and great weakness in Corinth serve as a reminder of his vulnerability as a human being, subject to the same emotions and physical limitations as anyone else. He did not show up in town as the anointed CEO or the man of the plan. While a stark contrast can be observed between the characteristics of modern-day apostles and the apostles of Jesus in the first century, as depicted in the New Testament anyways. The apostles in the Gospels and Acts exemplified humility and servant-heartedness devoid of any desire for personal fame, wealth, or, or status. In contrast, many contemporary apostles may emphasize showcasing material success, which, which, which stands in contrast to the first century apostles who prioritized simplicity, often lived without significant personal wealth. The authority of the first century apostles stemmed from their association with Jesus and the empowerment, the empowerment rather, of the Holy Spirit, rather than on personal charisma. They encouraged generosity and sacrificial giving among believers, focusing on spiritual transformation and the growth of the early Christian community. Their teachings revolved around repentance, a faith in Jesus, and cultivating a Christ-centered character rather than promoting personal prosperity or success. These, distinct, these distinctions highlight the different values and priorities between the apostles of Jesus in the first century and the specific characteristics, characteristics often associated with what we call apostles today or modern-day apostles. Paul says that he labored working with his own hands. He goes, and we labor working with our own hands. This statement reflects the principle that followed by the apostles 
in the New Testament emphasizing their commitment to humility and self-sufficiency. In several instances, the apostle, for example, sets an example by engaging in manual labor to support himself and not burdening the communities he visited. This practice demonstrates their willingness to go to forego rather personal gain or financial support, instead working diligently to provide for their own needs and embodying a humble and self-reliant approach. The apostles faced intense opposition, persecution, and societal rejection throughout their lives and ministries. They were often regarded as outcasts or even despised by those who opposed the message of the gospel, particularly Paul and his fellow workers. Throughout his missionary journeys, as we said, Paul faced numerous challenges and hardships. He endured physical beatings, imprisonments, shipwrecks, and betrayals. He encountered false accusations, slandered, persecution from Jews and Gentiles who vehemently opposed his teachings. Paul frequently expressed the reality of the apostles' suffering and the contempt they faced for their faith. He even described himself and his fellow apostles as the offscouring of all things or the rubbish of the world. Well, this imagery vividly depicts the lowly and despised position they held in the eyes of the world, being treated as the lowest and most worthless individuals. And from the world's perspective, it was understandable why should they, why they should face such disdain during that time. After all, their God was crucified as a Roman criminal. However, these first apostles chosen by Christ served as the foundation stones for our faith. Their message was singular and it was focused Christ and his crucifixion. Their experience of persecution, rejection, and suffering stood as a powerful testimony to their unwavering dedication to Christ and their commitment to spreading his message even in the face of extreme adversity. But despite their hardships, the apostles remained steadfast and resolute in their mission. They exemplified a level of dedication and faith that served as an inspiration to believers throughout history, and their sufferings became a testament to the, to the gospel's transformative power and the depths of their love for Christ. They endured persecution and rejection for, for the sake of their own unwavering commitment to spread the message of salvation. Well, if someone claims to be an apostle today, we consider it a significant claim. And although we cannot deny the possibility of modern-day apostles, we have not personally encountered anyone who unequivocally meets the standard outlines in the New Testament for an apostle. However, for those who have encountered such individuals, valuable lessons can be learned from the experiences of the apostles described in the New Testament. These lessons include, an apostle can expect opposition and persecution, because the apostles faced intense opposition, persecution, and societal rejection. Similarly, modern-day apostles should recognize that faithfully proclaiming the gospel may invite opposition and resistance from those who oppose the message. They should be prepared to face the challenges and remain steadfast in their dedication to Christ. Modern-day apostles should embrace humility and endurance. The, Bible, the, the apostles of the Bible endured hardships and were regarded as outcasts and despised by many. Modern-day apostles should cultivate a humble spirit, understanding that their commitment to Christ may not align with societal values or expectations. They should be willing to endure hardships, slander, or even persecution to spread the message of the gospel. Modern-day apostles should stay focused on the core message, 
<clears throat> the early apostles' central focus was on Christ and his crucifixion. Modern apostles should maintain a similar focus, keeping the message of Jesus Christ as a foundation of their teaching and their ministries. They should prioritize the gospel's core truths and avoid diluting, distorting the message with extraneous or peripheral matters. Modern-day apostles should trust in God's strength in adversity. See, the, the apostles of the Bible relied on God's strength and grace to endure their challenges. So, likewise, modern-day apostles should trust God's faithfulness, knowing that He will sustain them through difficulties and opposition. They should rely on prayer, seek guidance from the Holy Spirit, and draw from the strength of the apostles' example in their unwavering dedication to Christ. Lastly, modern-day apostles, if there are any, should per persevere in spreading the message. So despite the adversity they face, the apostles remain dedicated to spreading the message of Christ. So likewise, modern-day apostles should be encouraged by their example and persevere in their mission to share the gospel, even when faced with obstacles. They should draw upon inspiration from the apostles of the Bible, unwavering commitment, and allow their experiences to serve as a testimony to the power of Christ's message. Thank you for tuning in to this edition of the Brian Post Podcast. I hope you've enjoyed our discussion and it's brought you some encouragement and insight. Hey, if you want to stay up to date with all of our latest blogs, posts, and podcast episodes, be sure to visit brianpost.ca and subscribe. Don't forget to share our website with your friends who might need some inspiration or motivation. You can also join our community of bright future Bible freaks on Facebook. Until next time. May peace and blessings abound in your home.